Perception is a tool that's pointed on both ends. So let's file it. Heyo everyone, it's your host Lucellis, and today we're gonna talk about something near and not so dear my heart, online predators. For the last couple of years, I've been receiving unnecessary sexual messages from people. And as the years have gone by, the messages have gotten bolder. The point of requesting to have sex with me for money before even saying hi. Like seriously. People who message me these things are not just sexually active adults who know what they want. These are predators. And I'm gonna tell you why. These people often feel that in their regular life, they command little authority and power, so they aim their darts towards weaker targets. And I know this because after it happening for so long, I've actually talked to some of these people. Most of the men and women who message me are around the ages of 40 and above, which isn't old at all, just significantly older than 15 through 18, when is the age bracket I was slash when and am receiving these messages. The first question I'd like to ask you is, why younger? So you might assume it has to do with the fact younger women have certain physical and sexual appeals, not to get too vulgar with you, And this is part of it, however, I'd like to go deeper in our analysis. You see, at the beginning of this podcast, I said, quote, perception is a tool that's pointed on both ends, end quote. This is a quote from the first season of the Netflix show Hannibal, and it spoke out to me the first time I heard it. Why? Because the more I thought about it, the more sense it made. When you understand someone's behavior, it may be through interacting with them. So if you understand them, then it's logical to assume they understand you, right? In today's climate, where we have websites like OnlyFans, premium Snapchats, etc., we've promoted the idea of online nudity for a price. Young people, 18 and up, have taken to OnlyFans for a variety of reasons, but this global pandemic, the consequential loss of jobs, and the social distancing has all correlated to the increase in OnlyFans traffic. One of the main arguments in favor of such a business is that there's no harm or foul. I mean, a person can post some easy pictures, doesn't even have to be naked and promote a bit and that this will help subsidize their regular spending habits. In other words, the payoff is much bigger than the input, right? But this is the same mentality that leads predators to my Facebook on my Instagram. Remember, perception is a tool that's pointed on both ends. A young girl may give in to a man offering her money online in exchange of pictures because she believes she holds all the cards in her hand. She chooses what to post and when and all he does is pay. Every time that I put the interactions I have, take screenshots of these conversations I've I've been having because I find them hilarious sometimes, and post them, I usually have a male friend or two or three who will ask me why I don't just take the money and that if they were me, that that's what they do because once again, no harm, no foul. I'm gonna be the one to break it to everyone. There is a harm and several fouls. I mean, just looking at OnlyFans alone, I can tell you the following from one simple Google search. The website xsrus.com is a blog written by a man named Thomas who is a consultant focusing mainly on strategy with an analytics perspective. So he's pretty much just a person like you and I who spends the time looking at data and what it means in today's society. He took the time to analyze the observations he could make on the OnlyFans website because even talking to the OnlyFans uh, coordinators or creators is hard. And in his article, The Economics of OnlyFans, he writes, The revenue of content creators follows a classic power law distribution. 
The top accounts make something like $100,000 a month. The median accounts make $180 a month. The top 1% of accounts make 33% of all the money. The top 10% of accounts make 73% of all the money. This isn't the 80-20 rule, it's the 18-14 rule. So in short, what he's saying is that the majority of people producing aren't the ones earning the most by a large margin. We're comparing hundreds to millions because the main way to make money on OnlyFans is to already have a large following. He also writes that most accounts take home less than $145 per month after commission. The model revenue is $0 and the next most common is $4.99. Creators put hours into each post and on top of that, they interact one-on-one with fans who can message them at any time. To break even on an OnlyFans account, creators need to earn more per month than the cost of hours spent engaging. The median take-home revenue is $136 per month. If you value a creator's time at a $15 minimum wage, the median creator needs to be spending less than 9 hours per month on her OnlyFans to break even. This is less than 20 minutes a day. So it's super unrealistic. The amount of work that you put put in will not always equal success because the distribution ratio is as unfair as it gets and mislabeling it as easy is dangerous. You as a creator are actually putting in more slash can than the person that's paying you. Not to mention that there's risks for your safety on stuff like revenge porn websites, which I've actually spent time looking at. And in these revenge porn websites, it's people who just take people's nudes, post them with a lot of information about the person. It could be their social media, where they live, where they work. And it's kind of hard to even track it because they change the website if too many people um, find out about it. And it's been happening for years. So it's a, it's a double-edged sword because some people will go on those and put their OnlyFans on them as well because they see that there's all these men that want these nudes and will do anything for them. But again, think about what you're feeding, right? It's unsafe. And it also can hurt your future job possibilities and such. Thinking that selling your body is an easy way out is not correct. I'm not saying it's right or wrong to do it. I'm saying you should know the full scale of the situation. This isn't something that someone that's pretty young would know though. So similarly, these older men and women think they can persuade me to sell my body because in their head, they know I am young and most likely naive. I could more easily make the mistake of believing that one picture of my body is a small price to pay for money. But these people are predators because while they pretend to give you the world, they fail to mention they're the danger within it. I say no to their request because my integrity is not for sale, because my safety is not something to play around with, and because I'm not going to feed This monster encourages these people to continue doing what they're doing, knowing there was a time I was younger and more vulnerable and may have given into something very dangerous. I say no because I know these predators feel powerless in real life, and that is why they scheme, plot, and fiend over the impressionable people they know can be manipulated, aka underage people, aka kids. And these people are predators because in some regards they are pedophiles as well. You may post, participate, and encourage their games because you believe you are smarter than them, taking their money for something that seems so easy to give in exchange. But perception is a tool pointed on both ends, and these men know you believe that. Just like you think you're playing them, they know they're playing you. Your actions solidify their beliefs, and here's a reminder of that. We all have our parts to play. So just remember my words today, and remember that the things that seem the easiest are often the things with the heaviest costs to pay. I've been your host, Lucelis Martinez. Thanks for sticking around in these seven minutes.